good day guys to another episode of Back to Backwards. And today I invited Pascal. He is the founder of uh, Jarvis Network. And lately the DeFi space, you know, has been a absolute jungle with projects or so-called so projects popping up left and right. Um, Jarvis Network really stood out to me. You know, they, they, first of all, it looks really cool. But if you dive a, a bit deeper in what they are trying to achieve, uh, it's something that definitely uh, got on, on my radar. So it was like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, I'm not sure. I uh, purchased my first GRT tokens and I'm very happy to have him on today. And he's a clever mind. It's a, it's a pretty interesting co conversation, so I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Let's go. Welcome to the show, Pascal. Um, after buying my first Jarvis Network token a week ago, uh, yeah, I'm very happy you joined today. So you can finally elaborate some more on the Jarvis Network. But first of all, how was your week? I think it was a crazy week once again, so to say. Yeah, the point is that I'm 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 feeling this every week uh, since <laughs> yeah. uh, the launch of the Comp token in June. But yeah, this week was insane, and and I think the next week uh, will be even more insane. So of course I'm referring to the farming and uh, you know all the 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 experiments uh, with the yam yeah, uh, token. It was crazy. So, uh, it was crazy, but it's it's it, it, you know. I, I have missed uh, a lot of things in the past in crypto. Of course, I was here in 2017, but I have yeah. missed uh, the, the first day. So here, the feeling to be here at the beginning of DeFi and all those experiments, it's actually pretty cool. So yeah. maybe, maybe in, in 20 years, uh, we could all say we were there. We, we did that. We, we lived, uh, we experimented that. Yeah. yeah. At least it, it feels like that. That that yeah. we are uh, in in that very very first you know uh, batch of people who who is uh, yeah entering this whole new new world, but nonetheless I was quite happy I missed out on on Yam I was like on the verge of of yeah putting quite some funds into it. Uh, I just woke up the next day and I was like oh okay okay so yeah it's still very early and that also comes with some risk. But yeah, that's how things go. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's all about risk management. Uh, one of the things I, I like to uh, to emphasize on, it's uh, when I see someone saying, don't put your money there, it's super risky, it's not audited, or, or, or this kind of thing. Uh, uh -huh. I'd rather say, okay, guys, uh, it is risky, yes, but uh, if it's risky, then you, 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 you shouldn't not invest because it's risky. You should just invest uh, 1 or 0.5% of your capital. Because exactly. uh, most of the time, with risk comes big rewards, and this is the approach I have. Uh, and so far, uh, it's the way I manage my investments. But also, when I was trading, I was very, yeah. very focused on the risk management. So, no, yeah, that's that's very true. I mean, it it goes for for early uh, uh, DeFi projects, but also for uh, low cap altcoins, but also, for instance, for for private sales. Yeah, you know, you, the the risk is is very high for a for a rug pull or 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 a, a exit scam or just a uh, a a a bug in in the contract, but on on the other hand, yeah, big rewards uh, lie ahead. Um, well, this conversation is clearly about DeFi, and 
it's huge nowadays. And especially me, I am learning new things every day uh, about myself, but also about technology and mostly about uh, the fact that I have so much more to learn. Um, when I was checking your website, I read something like Uberize Brokerage. So that sound, sounded familiar, like the whole Uberize uh, theme. But I was trying to wrap my head around this and trying to come up with a you know very simple foolproof explanation, like I could ex explain to, to my mom. But yeah, I didn't manage to, to come up with something. So maybe you can help me out here. Yeah, so first we need to define the terms, of course. So a broker, uh, it's an entity which gives you an, an access to a financial market. So most of the time, a broker gives you access to an exchange. So mm -hmm. a stock broker gives you access to, for example, the Nasdaq or, or a, a crypto broker gives you access sure. to um, a crypto exchange. So, um, so a new rise, I think uh, uh, it will be clear for everyone. Uh, it's basically to disintermediate. So Uber has uh, done this with the taxi where everyone can become a taxi. So this is what we want to do. We want to give the possibility for anyone on the planet to become a broker, meaning that they will be able to give an access to a market, either a stock market, crypto or Forex and this kind of thing. So okay. this is uh, all, all about what we want to do. And of course, this is one side of the coin. And the other side of the coin is uh, to allow anyone to trade uh, against those brokers. So we can define Jarvis as some kind of marketplace where in one hand you have people who wants to trade and in the other hand you have people who wants to uh, be the counterparty or you can say uh -huh. provide liquidity or do market making. All, all those words are the same uh, at the end of the day. So it's uh, also uh, cutting the middleman once again out of the whole process. Yeah, it's decentralizing, let's say, the middleman. Uh, of course, there is, there is a broker, so there is a middleman between you and the market. But yeah, uh, yeah the, the idea is basically to... Uh, to, to create this uh, decentralized uh, and, and network, which is incentivized to do good. You know, brokers, they are assimilated to a lot of shady practices. Uh, so the idea is to create a more uh, a, a fair model, a transparent, auditable, verifiable, and so on and so on, uh, thanks to uh, blockchain technologies. Okay. I know yeah, it, it sounds a lot like 2017, you know, uh, yeah, we're going to Uberize something, disintermediate something, but, but it's a fact. It's what we do. To concepts or, 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 or actual products that we can use today. And yeah. back in 2017, the statements were much more bold, like uh, Uberize uh, medicines or whatever, something with a roadmap <laughs> that, that, that's like, you know, all the way down to 2030 or something, you know, something, some impossible, impossible mission, especially if you look at uh, regulation. So that's the thing I like about DeFi is that it's very quick in regards of implementation. And there is something uh, worth to notice. It's uh, uh, there, there are really free areas in the world that drives innovation. Uh, so it's a war, like uh, a lot of innovation uh, have been uh, uh, porn also. I mean, uh, the porn industry actually have, uh, no, it's true, I've created a lot of innovation. It's and, 
<laughs> yeah, and finance. And, uh, and this is why uh, DeFi, it was natural that one day uh, the, the blockchain uh, revolution, if we can say, will start with finance because it's, it's, it's the most useful and the most straightforward. But it means that maybe this, this will drive in the future what we have seen in the 2017 ICO mania with uh, maybe some other things on the blockchain. I don't know about uh, Amsterdam, but um, in France, uh, we, we have Carrefour, which is a big uh, yeah. uh, retailer, yeah. which uh, uses uh, blockchain since two years already uh, okay. to show from where comes the meat. And they have done that because there was some scandal uh, in France uh, regarding the source of meat and then they are using it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah applications um, yeah, not okay so, nothing but, uh, but. <laughs> yeah. hey so i think most of my listeners already hear some kind of french accent uh, in between yeah. uh but at the same time uh jarvis network you, you you guys are located in uh bulgaria uh yeah so, so the, how does that work so the legal, the legal setup here, so the, the Jarvis Network project right now is, uh, is a Cayman Islands project. So the company is registered there. Uh, and the Cayman Islands owns, as of today, all the IP rights until uh, we will open source fully the project. And uh -huh. we will basically give uh, uh, the governance and everything to the DAO. So then this company will vanish and will now have... Uh, uh, any points okay. to further exist. So it's a company who raised the funds and so on. Then we have an entity in uh, St. Vincent, which is uh, also an offshore paradise. Uh, and uh, here, the idea is to, um, uh, how to say, um, to, to, to provide the service. So a uh -huh. lot of brokers are actually registered uh, in Seychelles, St. Vincent, or, yeah. or Navy, yeah. BBI. Yeah, and like, and like, like, like BitMEX. Like BitMEX, example. So it, it gives us uh, the legal rights to uh, provide uh, the service, which is done through our interface. So it's very important to divide the, the protocol, uh, which yeah, is uh, okay. decentralized from so the separate interfaces. Separate entities. Exactly. BitMEX is going to implement KYC. Like in, a, in like 10 days from now. So yeah. uh, how does it work it, with you guys? Yeah, in, in St. Vincent, actually, the regulation uh, is not clear about KYC. Uh, as soon as you do not have the custody of user funds, as soon as you do not touch fiat, you are not required as of today to, 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 to KYC your user. But uh, let's say you have uh, someone from Europe who would like to use your platform. Yeah. If this person from France or Spain, whatever, is using uh, money from uh, uh, that he has stolen or, or, or you know, like money uh, from a criminal activity. Yeah. Yeah. E even if we are non-custodial, our interface has facilitated uh, uh, money laundry. So uh, we will be liable. So, yeah. so, so we actually uh, uh, will apply, uh, we will be compliant. I mean, I don't want uh, to, you know, I want to sleep good at night. And, uh, yeah. and, and so even though our protocol will be, of course, uh, KYC-less and open, everyone who wants to build uh, an application on the top of our protocol will need to comply with the jurisdiction where they are incorporated. So, so again, it means that if someone tomorrow decides to create a trading platform with no KYC on our protocol, okay. Fair enough, it's good for them. Uh, but 
us on our side we will we will comply with uh, the, the regulation so in europe uh, especially in france for example something that i know for amounts which uh, overpass 1000 euro we will need to kyc a user but if you deposit less than 1000 euro we don't need to kyc you uh, so it, it, it will depend basically from where you come so i know a lot of yeah. people will be uh, well, kyc i don't like but uh, Better, uh, better vis than being sorry. Uh, you know, like one broker. I don't know if you know who was shut down uh, a few years ago because of that. Future, because technology is is, is catching up so fast, yeah. and 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 governments, yeah, they are just struggling uh, with with bringing out new legislation and uh, but yeah uh but you know just just to finish this bracket Q qic why it's annoying people i mean why me i'm annoyed to do qic it's not because I, i'm afraid that a third party will have my my data i mean so many companies uh so many companies today have my data uh yeah. me it's more from a ux point of view like uh, i don't lose time and so on and uh, i don't know if you know but in europe uh, in one or two years there there will be new regulation in place where you will be able uh, from your mobile phone to actually verify your identity. So basically, <clears throat> you will be able to, uh, uh, to, to connect to a website. You, uh, you, you, you connect to a specific application. The website sends you some requests. You said yes. And the website will be able to say, okay, uh, this user has been QIC'd even if you haven't sent any private information. So, I mean, oh, okay. so, so it means that the user experience for QIC in the future will be better. There are also companies, maybe, you know, Synapse, uh, it's French, French guys doing it. So, so my main concern is, more, is not uh, uh, that we, some company can collect private data. Of course, it is a concern, especially with data leak. Yeah. But the main problem is, of course, uh, the user experience. So yeah. if, we, if we have a smooth UX for the QIC, then it reduces the friction and you can have more users. Yeah. Passport to someone and he, he checks. Okay, okay, you can go on, continue, enter the plane. Uh, but now, if you are trading on, on platforms, you have to hand over your passport. A copy, they will store your copy, for instance. So, so that's yeah. a whole big, big difference, and it can be quite scary because uh, management teams can change, companies can turn into evil companies. So, uh, I think that's yeah. Uh, yeah, that's something good that that that's changing. And there is something else uh, on this matter, but we, we can maybe speak about it after because it's also about mass adoption or how we can grow the user base. Yeah. But uh, in the future, centralized exchange, so CFI, will become the interface of DeFi, meaning that the protocols will remain decentralized, will have liquidity, will generate value, but the users won't come uh, in your protocol through MetaMask and using a, a, no, a DApp, no. but will come from uh, directly the interface of the centralized exchange, who would have already, which, which will have already uh, uh, KYC due. So, so this is why it's not that, that big of a deal uh, for the user acquisition. No, I think that's, that's a very good point. There are a lot of projects who are really uh, fighting against that whole movement, but uh, it's, it's better to you know, to combine forces in such a way you 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 don't step away from your own ethics, but the, yeah, just the focus on the goal of, of getting the technology actually adopted. Um, 
when we were talking about the the whole DeFi ecosystem, uh, it's mostly based on synthetic assets. You know, they they play a big part. And if you are talking about these uh, these regular users, what are the biggest advantages of these assets uh, uh, for these groups? So I, I will give my point of view from uh, my eyes. I'm, I'm, I'm trader investors uh, for the sure. past 14 years, and I have experienced many user experience issues. So uh, for me, synthetic assets they they give they have few. Uh, of course, uh, uh, value proposition. The first one is, of course, to give uh, uh, an unrestricted access to any financial market uh, in the world. If you just need the internet connection, and you can buy uh, uh, synthetic Apple, uh, synthetic indexes, synthetic fiat, and so on and so on. But but uh, for me, it's mainly from the user experience. So, uh, if you 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 are an investor uh, and you hold, let's say, some stocks. Uh, mm -hmm. You are not liquid. Uh, if you want to, uh, if you suddenly want to to take a trade on the petrol, as example, if you do not if you do not have cash anymore, you will be forced either to add more capital or to uh, sell part of your uh, of your position. Yeah. Also, with stocks, when you sell or when you buy, okay, now it starts to be more fashionable fractional uh, ownership. But but most of the time, you cannot buy or sell fractional stocks. Uh, you have to uh, uh, you have to buy or to sell uh, the whole stock. So yeah. synthetic asset, what I like, it's uh, it gives a possibility for an investor to monetize their uh, holding. So as example, you could uh, if you need money to to trade, uh, you have an opportunity on Ether. You can put your uh, your stocks, your synthetic stocks, very quickly uh, on uh, Aave, as example. Borrow mm -hmm. some die against it, and then uh, you can uh, you can trade uh, you can trade uh, this opportunity, and that's all. Uh, if you want to move from Apple to Gold, you do not need to find a, a seller, uh, and 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 what you can do is you can convert seamlessly your Apple stock into Gold, and you don't need a counterparty. Of course, not all the synthetic assets work this way, but uh, synthetics Abra or us uh, in Jarvis, we work this way where. You can uh, exchange one asset for another one without a counterparty, without uh, liquidity issue, and so on and so on. So okay. the, those are the advantages that I see. And of course, uh, it depends uh, uh, with what you are collateralizing your synthetic assets. We have decided to collateralize them with uh, stable coins. It means that if you live somewhere where you can buy a stable coin, DAI, USDT, USDC, you can have an access to any of the synthetic assets that we are providing with the same liquidity as USDC DAI. So it, it, it allows to create a super liquid market, uh, uh, monetize your holdings, and, and to move seamlessly from one asset to another one in the quantity you want. If you want to exchange 0 0.001 Apple for uh, the equivalent in, in, a, in a gold. You yeah, so it makes you much more flexible as a trader. Like, for instance, if yeah. you have like... A, like a stock of, of, of Amazon, you know, it's for a lot of people, it's an expensive stock, but you really need uh, $1,000 because you see another opportunity Then you can have, if you have like a synthetic stock, you can, you know, sell half of it, for instance, of, or, or, or lend out half of it. So you can, uh, uh, yeah, get yourself into a new trade. So it makes you yeah. much more flexible. And 
and and it 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 allows you to create a market uh, pretty quick. You know, we there was a lot of um, how to say a lot of noise around STO around tokenization. You know, yeah. it was supposed yeah. to be the biggest trend in 2018. It died but down. It didn't happen. It didn't, no. it didn't happen because it's it's heavy. I mean, you cannot tokenize every single stock in the world. A synthetic no. asset, you you can create any synthetic asset. You just need the price fit and and a collateral, and that's all. Uh, of course, it's it's. Uh, uh, it requires a, a protocol behind the sun. But what I mean is that if tomorrow we want to create a, a, a broker uh, which provides access to 2,000 uh, stocks or indexes or whatever, you can do it as soon as you have a price fit. And, uh, and you could not do the same with tokenized, to, tokenization of, uh, of shares. You, you will need uh, to custody the shares. You will need audits, uh, regulation, and so on and so on. Yeah, yeah. So this is just a, a far more uh quick experience you you can you can act faster um i mean yeah it's it's crazy how how how, how DeFi has overtook the whole uh sto hype um yeah it's 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 a perfect example of of, of how fast-paced uh this in- industry is and uh that you really have to adapt as a trader as a investor or as a developer uh things can change fast but that's the that's the beauty of it um jarvis network you were kind of flying under the radar uh but with the recent listing on bitmax uh bitmax with an a uh, i think that 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 yeah really changed i mean a lot of people uh heard about you guys now um but for yeah such a like unknown project and you you have quite a well-formed team uh and i saw some some posts you recently uh went out to to like move the whole office to the beach that was yeah something really fun to see what can you tell us about your uh, about your colleagues yeah so for uh, the fact that we are under the radar it's true but it was part of our uh, strategy and culture like to do not uh, do anything public until we are ready or until we are okay to show something we, we are not ashamed of. I like that. But uh, of course, we cannot control everything. And uh, I think it was in May, uh, we have participated to, to uh, an AMA and uh, a, a gem hunter uh, saw it and then spoke about it on 4chan, uh, Reddit, and, and then uh, we had all those traction and then yeah. when we had Bitmax and so on and so on. So we like, I mean, it, it was as good as it was bad, uh, good because uh, by, thanks to that, we raised uh, funds. And until now, we were not only under the radar, but also undercapitalized. So since you speak about the team, I want to mention that uh, all the team that uh, we have now, we all worked uh, very, very underpaid compared to the value that we all have. Uh-huh. Uh, and we did a lot of sacrifices. And uh, and this is why I know that this is a core team that we have because there is not a single person until now who has been paid for the value that uh, that uh, they have they have brought. But um, but it helps us to show also who are the people who are here for the project, for the vision, and who are uh, just here for the short term. So even when our token was uh, uh, touching the ground and. Uh, and uh, our portfolio was not as uh, as big as today. They were here, motivated, and so on. Yeah, but that's 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 great. I mean, you have to, you have to have people in your team uh, with such skin in, in the game. Yeah. Uh, in order to, yeah, 
to make the dream work, so to say. I think that's uh, that that's very important, especially uh, back in 2017. You saw all these developers just hopping from project to project, just going after the next uh, best salary. Uh, but those all those projects, you know, died. And, and and right now, if you really want to change something, you have to invest, uh, uh, and it would be either invest in terms of money or uh, invest your time. So so I think that's that's something really positive to hear. Yeah, and and, and so as I said, uh, and as you at first, as you say, uh, a lot of projects they have been built and they have worked a lot to do a big ICO. I mean, basically, their project was to do an ICO. And then let's see what they can do. We we didn't we we didn't work for uh, for almost two years now, undercapitalized to do an ICO. I mean, of course we did one, but it was at the beginning. But all the work we have done until now, it was not to raise funds; it was to deliver something. But big, thanks to this traction, and we needed funds. I mean, uh, in a month we need to scale. Uh, this traction actually helped us to uh, get in in touch with many uh, uh, people who wanted to invest uh, in in the in the project and to buy uh, basically uh, our token. Yeah. And and so this helped us to raise uh, funds and to secure the, the company. And now to, we can say, okay, now we know that for the next uh, three, five years, we have uh, enough uh, funding to, 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 to fulfill basically uh, our vision. Yeah. And, and so yeah, my, my colleagues are uh, people with who we've been through a lot uh, because Jarvis is a, a, an old project. Uh, we started in 2017. But like many startups, we've been through many difficulties. Yeah. You know, when, uh, when you work with, uh, with other people, you work with a human. And if you work with human, it means that you work with people with ego, frustration. Emotions. Uh, you know, yeah, emotions, different goals and ambitions. Oh, yeah. So the first year of Jarvis, 2017 and, and 2018, was actually pretty chaotic. Uh, and, and we couldn't do anything. Uh, then we, we finally... Uh, uh, found in this uh, challenging time, the people who decide to sacrifice themselves and to, to stay with us, to work with us. And, and this is a team that we have today. So this is what I can say about my colleagues. Uh, of course, I can say uh, he has, they have done that, they are good in that, but you know, all yeah. of this bullshit, everybody can say, uh, can say this. No, what I can say, yes, of course, they are talented, but, but they are dedicated and, and loyal. That's the most important thing. The, the dedication. That's something. Uh, I mean, I've, I, I myself, I also come from a startup background. Uh, you know, I, I, I've been with a startup for for like almost four years until it uh, ran into the ground. So I know all about, uh, yeah, the the difficulties that that can pop up uh, when setting up a new business with a with also a newly formed team. So that's quite impressive. That that uh, after all these years. Uh, that you're finally reaping the rewards from all that hard, yeah, dedicated work. And you know, so someone uh, who who lack uh, lacks of knowledge or competencies, it's okay. He can acquire them. Yes. But someone who doesn't have the mindset or the good behavior or the good attitude or the loyalty, it will be hard to acquire this uh, those values. So, yeah, so I, I as an entrepreneur, I of course I value competencies, but. But somehow I value more the you know humanity of the person, like uh, how how they act, and how much I can trust them, huh. because I know that if they are not good in something, they can still learn, and if they can't learn, okay, no matter you, you <laughs> can't keep people who are bad. But uh, yeah, basically, it's what I can say about the about the team. Okay, 
Hey, um, we quickly, or we, we, we spoke about those whole ICO uh, uh, craziness uh, a couple of times right now. Uh, but as of today, some some people are also saying that, that a lot of DeFi projects are, are highly overvalued. Um, what's your view on this? It's very complicated. I, I will say yes and no. Uh, what does it mean first uh, to be overvalued? It means that uh, we can actually measure the value and say, okay, the actual value of the system is this. And as you can see, it is over or undervalued. And this is a problem. How can we measure the value of DeFi? Because we cannot use the, the, the legacy tool that we are using to value a company or a stock because you know there is no user's data. Uh, most of the DeFi protocol, they don't have use or customer, you know, this kind of thing. Uh, there is no company behind. There is no liabilities, assets. So they, ha- they have communities, they have network, they have uh, TVL, so you know, uh, total value locked. Uh, they have uh, vision. They have a brand, uh, synthetics, Chainlink, Aave are brands for me. I mean. Uh, uh, so this is why uh, they, they are also very valuable. They have community, they have a culture, the meme culture, the, the, all of this. So, so this is a question, how, how much we can value this? And, and if we could value this, then we can check if yes or no, it isn't overvalued. Yeah, yeah. Then, of course, if, if we just apply strict and legacy uh, uh, valuation system, of course it is overvalued. Uh, but, you know, uh, I had a friend... Uh, who like to trade a lot uh, the Nasdaq for four years, uh, where basically most of the stocks there, they are more than uh, undervalued. And uh, he always have told me that overvalued doesn't mean anything. It just means that the market thinks that in five, 10 years, it will work that. And they, they buy now thinking that other people will think the same and they will just make a profit like that. But, but if everybody thinks the same every year, finally the prices stays high. And you can live in a, in a world where everything is overvalued yeah. because everyone thinks only about the future and the future and not about the present. So, you know, it, it's a complicated answer. Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally agree. And mostly the people who are like screaming something is overvalued. Is, is, is it, they, they're saying that because they, they missed out. <laughs> um <laughs> so it's uh yeah it's 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 a it's a very thin line between you know uh, bashing someone's success and, and actually yeah, being, sure, actually, yeah. actually being right um i had an i have an anecdote on that if you allow me sure uh, uh so so uh, I, i've been trading since uh, i'm 19 wow today i'm 32 uh and and so when i was 19 of course uh, i had friends I, I was at university and i didn't uh, succeed to interest anyone uh in in, in trading for all those years then I get I got into crypto uh, in 2017, and at the beginning no one was interested. And of course, when the ICO mania started and, and the market started to, to to go up, a lot of my friends started to ask me, "Hey Pascal, can you explain me how to buy and so?" And and all of them wanted to buy, including one guy who finally didn't do it because uh, I don't remember the reason. Uh, but the thing is that he didn't do it, and and then the market exploded so much that he got frustrated oh. and he became. And he became a, a, a hater of, of crypto, yeah. saying that it has no value. But as you said, just because he missed it. So it's called, you know, dis- I don't know the name in English, 
uh, it's a uh, cognitive dissonance or I don't know if it's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah it's it, it, it when uh, you know you. So yeah, it's 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 a very right uh, what you have said. And to finish this anecdote, so so as I said, I, I have some friends who who were interested in crypto, but not all of them. And my family uh, same. But then when I got into DeFi at the beginning of 2019, yeah. I was one of the lucky uh, guy who went into the Telegram group uh, when we were uh, just uh, one or 200 guys. Uh, then all my friends, without any exception, uh, my family as well, they, they, they started to get interested because oh, you know, nice. it, it was passive income, lending and so on. Yeah. So DeFi actually is sexy. Way yeah. more sexy than cryptocurrency. Especially and, with uh, all the interest rates now, you know, being so historically low, you know, it, yeah. it suddenly makes sense. And, 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 you know, people see the dollar uh, devaluate. So DeFi is suddenly also a very uh, good option to, to, yeah. to, to use. I mean, it's, it's almost and it's becoming sec- necessary. It's sexy. It makes finance sexy. Yeah. As I told you, I, I've been trading for all those years, but I've never get interested in finance. I mean, trading is not finance. Trading is, is a risk management and yeah, psychology. Exactly. And, uh, and, 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 and now I'm interested in finance. So I read about uh, many things that I never uh, studied before. And, and tonight, as example, uh, so now we are in the summer uh, office. Uh, it's like a residence with many houses. And, and of course, uh, I know some people here who knows what we are doing. And, uh, and tonight I will do... Uh, Another DeFi 101 because uh, a lot of my neighbors are actually very interested. So oh, nice. tonight I will uh, I will teach farming to some of them. So, yeah. <laughs> so you're spreading the word there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Maybe with a with a beer or two. I like that. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that's also funny because I was also wanted to ask about you know that uh, like how how projects want to grow uh, their adoption organically. Well. You are clearly, uh, you know, helping the whole DeFi space or, or, or cryptocurrency space in general uh, with like, you know, edu- educating people on farming or just using DeFi. Um, how do you, yeah, do you have any strategy in place to to evolve uh, Jarvis Network and, and get it uh, adopt? Yeah, get the ad- adoption rate up. Yeah, so. We, we have strategy, I will tell you them, uh, but it's also very complicated because at, at the same time, we want to grow our user base, but at the same time, we don't want to grow our user base. And I will tell you why. I, I truly think that we are not ready, not us, Jarvis, but uh, Ethereum and, and the DeFi ecosystem. Yeah. We are not ready for the mass adoption. We, we cannot take the money of uh, people who have worked all their life to save money and suddenly, oof, uh, and it's gone. You know? yeah, that's, that's so, 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 yeah, so I think we are not ready. Uh, but at the end of the day, we, we need users. So, so what we, the approach we have, it's uh, we want to grow our user base, but we want educated user base. So uh-huh. uh, the people who will use, our, who will go through our interfaces, we will make it sure that first they clearly understand the risks. Yeah. So we'll try to speak uh, to non, you know, as a non-tech person, uh, what are the risks involved uh, from uh, regulation to uh, to technical risk and so on and so on. But also the, the addiction risk, you know, trading and so on is it can be an addiction. Game. I like that. Then we we would like, of course, to uh, uh, at least in France uh, to make a lot of videos to educate people, not to show them, hey guys, this is how you can make money with farming, but more, okay guys, this is farming. 
this is what it means, this is how it works, those are the risks, this is what you have to consider, and to teach them risk management. And, and so our key is basically this. We, we would like to have educated users, no uh, degen. I mean, we can have, of course, uh, <laughs> okay, degen, so degen, not me. <laughs> no, you, you can if you are aware. Oh, yeah, it. no, but obviously. What I, what I, mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't want tomorrow an influencer uh, who, who has a huge audience of uh, non-educated uh, people. I, I don't need stupid, but I mean non-financially educated to just say, hey guys, look what Jarvis is doing, you can do that, uh, go to try their application. You know, we will yeah. try to avoid that at the beginning. So, so regardless, uh, I mean, nevertheless, so our strategy will be to educate people, to ask uh, people who work with us, so our ambassador, uh, influencer who will work with us to try also to do their part of the job in educating and so on and so on. Yeah. And then the strategy will be very simple. So. Uh, uh, as I said, I'm trading for 14 years. It's three times that I'm saying it. But in the, uh, during those 14 years, I also built uh, two companies, uh, two successful ones. Uh, one of them uh, uh, is uh, actually one of the leading uh, trading community in France. So we have 34,000 people uh, oh, following nice. us. Um, What's the name uh, of that community? YouTube. It's DM uh, Trading. So okay. you can check on YouTube. And we are, as example, one of the most viewed video uh, in the French uh, YouTube for uh, trading uh, lesson for beginners. Oh, that's pretty big. And, um, and, and we have, uh, so we have a big committee. We, ha we, we, we have done a very good job uh, for the past uh, uh, seven years with this company. So we have a very good branding, very good image. People really like us. Uh, and, and, and so, of, of course, one of our strategies will be to leverage from, from this past experience, from this community. Yeah. But also, I was very active in the retail industry. So I have a very good network. Uh, I know a lot of brokers, uh, uh, a lot of, uh, of other communities, uh, training communities. So we will leverage from this big network uh, to start having users. That's nice. But then the biggest strategy uh, that I want to work on it's actually to work hands on hands uh, uh, with a centralized uh, exchange. So um, our uh, take is that in the future, you know, now centralized exchange they, they offer uh, staking. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not uh, it's or not lending. super yeah. high. Yeah, so 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 what we are or, or lending, but they do it themselves. But but I I know that uh, centralized exchange what they want now they would like their user who do not move their funds from the exchange to Aave. No, they would like to uh, deposit funds from the exchange wallet to Aave. So they would like uh, to connect with decentralized protocol directly from their interfaces. So like that, they keep their users uh, in-house. So what does it mean for, uh, for a protocol like us and for DeFi? It means that we can actually focus a lot on the protocol itself and to uh, ask centralized exchange to do the user acquisition. And, and, and for me, this will be one of the ways to acquire users in a very easy way and, uh, and, uh, and go to market quite fast. So I, I, I really put a lot of, uh, I mean, I bet a lot, let's say, on this strategy, uh, alongside with the strategy to, as I said, educate people, uh, reach out to community and so on and so on. Okay, nice. I mean, uh, that's also touching base on, on the future and uh, regulation. Because if you are like teaming up with centralized exchanges, that's also where you see the the future lie ahead for for DeFi. Um, yeah, what what role will 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 Jarvis Network uh, have in this whole transition? Like for the for so that like retail users 
uh, will make use of of, of DeFi, uh, but within within their own trusted environment. The thing is that I, I don't think uh, user will like to uh, uh, to use a DeFi application. I mean decentralized application. I mean regular user they will prefer to 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 use a decentralized uh, protocol within. Uh, let's say a trusted uh, interface, as you say. Yeah. Uh, wh wh what will be the consequences? It's uh, it's basically it will allow more regulation uh, because uh, the centralized exchange they will have to KYC people uh, to to do AML checks and so on. So I think it will make the system a bit more healthy, and also the fact that uh, centralized exchange will never ever work with, uh, let's call them, Degen protocols. So they will never no. accept uh, to work with YAM or, you know, WIRE and all this kind of thing. No. I don't say YAM is a Degen, but you know what I mean. So so it means that it will also filter. And, and at the end of the day, there will be high quality, uh, very risk and, and, and security focused uh, DeFi protocol that will be able to work with uh, a centralized exchange. And the other one, meaning that uh, we can leave uh, uh, in, the, in the DeFi niche of a hardcore believer all the experiments without uh, being afraid of the regulation. And for all the, let's say, public-facing uh, DeFi application like Aave, Compound, Jarvis, hopefully, yeah. uh, Synthetics, and so on, to be more uh, uh, working more with regulated entity and so on and so on. Aave actually are leading the way. I mean, uh, if you have followed what they are doing now with a, a delegation, a credit delegation, it is exactly this. It's, it is how to leverage from uh, the funds locked in a DeFi protocol in a centralized uh, uh, ecosystem because now you will be able to make a real contract which uh, uh, can be uh, attacked and recognized by a judge and so on and so on using the money uh, idling in, uh, in Aave. So, so I think it's the biggest uh, achievement this year for me, for DeFi, toward this uh, idea that uh, in Jarvis we believe a lot in that uh, CFI and DeFi will just be the same, uh, uh, you know, the two faces of, of the same coin. And, and we shouldn't just say, ah, CFI is, uh, is bad, uh, it's centralized, blah, blah, blah. I mean, all, all those things. No, we, we, we are part of the open finance. Yeah. And uh, open finance, we have decentralized protocol and centralized interface, and that's all. Okay, that's, yeah, that, that makes really sense to me. I mean, it's, uh, I think that's the only way to move forward. Thank you for, for, for all of this information, uh, Pascal. Is there anything you want to you want to add before we wrap up our conversation? Uh, no, just uh, be careful. Uh, and I know that uh, it's sexy, uh, all of this easy money, but uh, try to think more about the risk management. Invest, of course, but... Uh, but invest in yourself by understanding risk management and uh, and that's all so be just very careful and uh, and that's all and uh, it's the only thing i can say and for jarvis of course uh, we are listed on various decentralized exchange uniswap bancor balancer paraswap uh, and uh, dex ig uh, and uh, re recently on bitmax uh, and we have not a lot of public, uh, let's say, available public information because we like to uh, give some you know, drops time to time. So there are a lot of uh, 
things that we haven't public published about the DAO, about uh, all the token economic, uh, uh, all the detail of uh, the protocols, oracles, and so on. So for the ones who are really uh, interested, uh, either they have to wait that we publish our articles, or they can just come in our Telegram and Discord and even though we don't give all the details, we can, of course, answer some questions. Yeah, or just if, if people dig a little little deeper, they they might find find out about some uh, some some yeah, nice Yeah, somehow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, thanks, Pascal. I uh, wish you all the best uh, uh, over there, and also with explaining uh, farming to 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 a new public. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. 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 Well, you made it. Thanks again for listening all the way to the end. That was quite interesting. I mean, especially if you, you know, made it all this far. I think you uh, might have uh, enjoyed uh, the insights from uh, Pascal. Well, you know the deal. If you would like to have some other project, one of your favorite projects covered here in Back to Backwards, write me a message and then I will just try to get someone on. For now, have a stunning weekend be safe be happy get happy make sure you get happy and you know don't trade during the weekend or maybe do but don't over trade cheers guys <laughs>